You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. How y'all doing out there? We getting through the year? Crazy stuff is happening in the world. Well, I guess it always is. It's just that the news is, uh, it's really, uh, you, you can't get away from it. It's on your phone, obviously the TV, mostly your phone, social media, so many things going on in the world. I know this topic sounds a little ominous or cryptic, and I really don't mean it to be, but I think it it begs for an episode, even if it's a a short one like this. I wanted to bring up this topic, this opinion of mine that I hope inspires you. I hope it helps you. I hope that it does whatever it can do for you, person here listening, trying to get through the struggles of dating, maybe even the struggles of life, wherever your struggles may be. But I know if you're listening to this, you're interested in meeting more women, dating, having sex, maybe getting into a relationship or having kids one day. And so I understand, and if anyone understands it, it's definitely me, is that it can be a struggle and it is not easy. So the reason why I wanted to bring up what I'm saying now is because just recently my great aunt's husband passed away. Okay, so my dad's aunt's husband, actually it wasn't a husband, it was a I guess it was a, a partner, actually. And the, uh, I say partner because I guess they were living together. It wasn't really a relationship. I don't know. But she called him her partner. And it was very sad hearing this. He was old. He had a heart attack. I did not know him very well. I think I met him maybe once or twice. Again, this is my father's aunt. So you can see how maybe it's not someone I see all the time. But I did grow up with her in my life. And when I heard that news, it was interesting because this person was, I believe, I don't have the exact age, but I believe in their at least 80s. So it makes sense. They're in their 80s and they pass away. And so what ended up happening was something very interesting. I'm going to be very vulnerable here for a second. This is something that might not make me look good, but it's just the truth. It's the reality. And and I think that we all kind of go through this. Let's be honest. So I heard about it. And of course, I'm not very connected to this person. I don't really remember them all, except for maybe the one time that I met them. And it was probably a two second conversation. And I remember hearing it. I was very sad. And I thought about my great aunt and I was sad for her and, and, you know, sent flowers to the funeral. And then the next day, just completely forgot about it. Didn't think about it at all. And then a couple of days later, it kind of popped up. I don't know. I think I was texting with my parents or my brother or something like that. And and then I remembered it. And I go, wow, it was so interesting how I was hearing the information. I felt, you know, sad. And then I just went on with the rest of my day and the rest of my week. Like it was no big deal. And I and I actually got down on myself for a second. Like, wow, that was, that's very harsh. But then I, you know, and then you kind of had this conversation back and forth in your head and you say to yourself like, oh, you know, you know, that's so harsh. Like, you know, you just dismiss that. And then the other part of your brain, it's like this angel devil thing happening is like, well, you didn't even know them. 
So of course you got to live your life. You're living your life. You're doing things. And, and so having this conversation back and forth in my head, it got me just thinking about how life is so short and I don't think we comprehend it. And I know that sounds funny saying that from just now saying to you that someone passed away in what I believe is their 70s or 80s. So it feels like, well, it's not like they didn't live a a long life. That sounds pretty good, right? But it got me thinking about this idea that we one day will not be here. And again, I, I know this is dark, so I'm not trying to put anyone into a bad mood. That's the last thing I want to do. In fact, this episode is about to, and hopefully attempt to, do the opposite. But life is short, and it's hard to see it because you know, you're listening to this right now and I know you're somewhere between 18 and about 60 years old because that's the people I usually hear from who are interested in coaching or people who DM me. So it's very rare that there's anyone over 60 who listens to this podcast, although I know you're out there. And so for us, it seems that's so far away that that's not the reality of life. And again, I'm not trying to get anyone down, but I do think we have to be aware that one day we will be old. So let's just forget about the idea of death because that is so dark. But again, we don't want to not face things just because they're dark. But anyway, again, the idea here is is that one day we will be old. We will be more frail. We will not be living the same quality of life that we are living right now. It will be a different quality of life. We will be older. Our bodies will have aged. Maybe ailments will have come along. Maybe you're dealing with that right now. That is possible. But I want to remind you that that is a fact. And that you cannot let fear, you cannot let irrational excuses get in your way of trying to make the quality of your life now the best that it can be. So to really kind of zero in on this here, because this is about dating, this is about relationships, a lot of guys make excuses to not talk to that girl, to not ask her out, to not do the approach, to not put in the work, to not take advice from this podcast or anything else that you listen to and use it. I think that a lot of guys don't do that out of laziness and out of fear. Again, guilty is charged over here. But I will say I have gotten better at that over the years. I'm 36 years old, almost 37 in a couple of months. And there was times where I was scared, in fear, lazy, thinking, oh, it's fine, whatever, I'll do this later, or you know, just procrastinating on a hardcore level of not putting in the work to get what I want. And I want to remind you, and I, I, I'm i making this episode for you as much as I'm making it for me. A big reminder for all of us, life is short. There should be no waiting. I don't want you to be waiting around, waiting for something to happen to you because most likely it won't. And I get it. We as guys have a struggle when it comes to dating, 
and meeting women. It doesn't even compare, I think, to women. I think women have it drastically easier. Because as a guy, you have to put in a lot of work to make things happen. For a woman, a lot of things do happen to her. I mean, she gets on a dating app, puts a couple of cute pictures up, and she can line up dates for weeks. For guys, that's not the case, is it? That doesn't always happen that easy for us. We have to put in a lot of work and do a lot. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that, yes, I get it. It takes work. It takes beating your irrational fears, your emotional side. But I ask you to stay stoic, my friends. And what I mean is try to conquer life while you are going through the human experience of emotions. How can we put aside the fear, put aside the laziness, the procrastination, put aside the emotional distress and take more steps to go after what we want in life? How can we do that? It's kind of a rhetorical question. Well, of course it is. I don't really have anyone here next to me as I record this, but I don't have your answer because everyone is going to be in a different situation. So I'm asking this to you and it's something for you to think about. Let's have you think about this. What's getting in your way right now? What's stopping you from becoming the best version of yourself? It usually boils down to some form of fear, procrastination, laziness. But I don't think you are lazy. I don't think so. Because you're listening to this podcast. So something in you desires for better. Something in you desires to have a life that is awesome. Which is, by the way, the definition according to Nathaniel Brandon, godfather of of self-esteem, that is the definition of self-esteem, which is someone who feels that they deserve happiness. thought that was such a, that has stuck with me for the last five years. I read that book five years ago. And I just think it's so, I think it's so unique. It's a unique way to look at self-esteem. So someone has self-esteem when they feel they deserve happiness. Or at least that's the start of it. So I'm asking you, do you feel you deserve happiness? Do you feel that you deserve to have an awesome life? I don't know. Maybe you don't. I'm a pretty optimistic guy. I feel that people who do listen to this podcast are of that nature, but I don't know for sure. There's thousands of guys listening, so I don't know. I don't know for sure what you're thinking in terms of what you want, but you know, you absolutely know. And like I'm saying here is, I want you to really figure out what it is that's holding you back from doing the work or making that move with that specific girl or doing that approach or getting on the dating apps and making something work for you, putting in a little bit more effort, not giving up. And again, I'm repeating myself here, but I know you're not giving up because you're listening. But where can you put in that extra effort? 
Where is it for you? That's what I want you to be thinking about. I want you to be thinking about that for the rest of the week. And if you need to come back to this episode as just a little bit of a reminder, then by all means, please do that. Because life is short. You are not going to be 25, 35, 45, 55 forever. You 18-year-olds listening, I know that 30 years old, 40 years old seems like a lifetime away. And in, in, in some ways it is. But it goes by fast as shit, my friends. So fast. Like I think about now, like I'm in my, my mid to late 30s and I think about when I was younger, I go, man, you know, you think, oh man, if I was 21 again, if I was 22, it almost doesn't feel real. Like it just, it's just memories in your head. These little electrical firings in your brain, just thinking about those times which don't exist anymore because all we have is the present moment, right? But you think about that. I think about that, man, in my 20s, I would have done this, I would have done that. And then I, every time that happens, it happens at least once a month. I come back to this moment and go, wait a minute, I'm 36 right now. So I'm 36 right now. Yeah, I'm not 24, 24, 25, I'm 36 right now. So inevitably, there is going to be a moment in my life, maybe it's five years, 10 years, 50, maybe it's 20 years from now when I'll be 56 and I'll go, man, what I would do to be 36 again. And then instantly all this gratitude just rushes through me and I go, oh shit, I am 36. No, I'm not 25, 24, but I am 36 and I'll never be 36 again. I'll never have this quality of life or these moments right now living in the place that I do. Of course, hey, maybe you have a situation where you absolutely hate your life right now or hate your situation, but at least you have hopefully the means to take care of it or at least the encouragement from this episode. But that's the other thing too is whether you're living the best life or not right now, you are that age that you are going to look back at 20, 30 years from now and go, man, I wish I was that age. I would have done this different. I would have done this different. So think about that. Of course, you don't have the, the, the always the full and right answer. But imagine you're 20 years from now, you're looking back at your current age and you're saying to yourself, what would I have done differently? Because life is short. You will not ever be this same age ever again. So what can you do today where you look back and you'll say, man, I'm glad I did that. Like there's all these different moments in my life where I do look back. And, and of course, we all look back with some regrets or some mistakes. You wish you'd have done some things different. But there's also those moments where you're like, hell yeah, really glad I did that. For example, I'll, here's a big one, trip advice. I look back and when I started trip advice, I was... 25 years old. So that was 11 years ago. Actually, the anniversary is coming up. It's almost exactly 11 years ago. And so when I was 25 starting trip advice, I didn't think much of it. I didn't think I'm 25 starting this business, starting this mission. I didn't think that at all. I was just in the present moment doing what I was doing. But now I look back and I go, oh shit, I was 25? I was a baby. That seems like I was this young kid. Holy cow, I can't believe I did that so young. That's amazing. I probably had more balls back then to start something like this than maybe I would have had now. I don't know. Maybe. You know, you're young. You have more time. 
to make mistakes. And maybe I realize that. I don't remember. So I wonder, what is that moment in your life where you go, you know, that was actually a really good decision? And the reason why I'm saying this to you is because this is a cool exercise to do. Because you can make that decision now for yourself. What's the decision you want to make now for yourself? And you go, oh, man, in 20 years, you go, so glad I did that. So glad I did that. What is that for you? What do you think that is? Think about it. Use this as an exercise. Life is short. And I think the sooner that you can realize that, the sooner your life could be filled with more fulfillment. It's interesting, right? It's like such a dark thought. No one wants to think about that. No one wants to think about the end of their life. No one wants to think about what that even feels like or what it's like to no longer have consciousness. It gives you just this terrible feeling. And I get it, but I still think it's important to remember. Maybe not sit in your room and go into this you know, dark vortex of, depression and hell like oh we're all gonna die one day but just little reminders from time to time that say hey life is short it goes by pretty fast it goes by pretty fast doesn't it and i know some of you guys who are in your 30s 40s 50s listening to this episode are probably nodding your head like, man wasn't it just yesterday i was in high school it seems like forever ago but weirdly, it seems like yesterday. So I ask you to just think about it every once in a while so you can take this amazing, beautiful time that you have on earth to try to make it the best as possible. It's interesting too. I, I say this uh, I say this all the time to, to people as a joke. I go, you know, it's funny that none of us chose to be here. Isn't that funny? None of us chose to be here. You didn't say, oh, I'm going to do life. No, your parents chose for you to be born. But what's interesting is your parents didn't choose to be here either. And their parents and their parents and your great, 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 great grandparents. No one chose to be here. But all of a sudden you're here and you want to be here and you want more of it because you were a conscious human being. I just find that so interesting. We didn't choose to be here, but Lord knows we want to. And not only do we want to, but, and I say, hopefully, we want to make it the best possible. And not everybody does. I get that. Not everyone wants to optimize their life to make it awesome. I do. That's part of what I want. It's part of my personality. I wonder if that's what you want too. And not because you want to be better than other people, but because you just want to have a fulfilling life. I love the quote from Eben Pagan. He's a big marketer, former dating coach known as David D'Angelo. He had a, or has a course about time management. It's called Wake Up Productive. And he says, live life the hard way and life becomes easy. Live life the easy way, life becomes hard. I believe I've said that here in the podcast before. I'll say it again, and I'll explain it. 
live life the hard way, life becomes easy. Live life the easy way, life becomes hard. I'm trying to live life. I'm doing my best. And I'm sure I could do more. I'm trying to live my life the hard way. To do the things that are a little bit more hard, like waking up and going to the gym and getting into habits and doing the work that I got to do and making time for friends and making time for family and working on my relationship. All of it's a lot of work. You don't have to do any of it. But if you do work on those things, aka living life the hard way, living life on hard mode, your life becomes better. What's funny too is, I'll add to this, is your life actually, it really does become easier. So live life the hard way. Life becomes easier. You don't have to go through all the struggles that you would have to go through if you lived life the easy way. So what's that opposite? Live life the easy way. Don't go to the gym. Don't worry about what you eat. Don't approach that girl. Don't stay in touch with family or friends. Don't walk outside. Stay up late. Right? All easy stuff. Eat Cheetos. Don't brush your teeth. So easy. So easy not to do anything. But life will become very hard for you. You will become lonely, you will become depressed, you will become anxious. Your bills might start piling up. You might have to go to the doctor. You might have to get surgery. Your life might even become shorter. So it becomes pretty hard. So I'm asking you, live life a little bit more on hard mode. Think about what you can do to make a better life for yourself so it becomes easier. I want that for you. I appreciate every single one of you who listen to this podcast. In this weird way, I feel like you are my friend, whether you like it or not, because I get to talk about the things that I want to talk about, and you listen, so you like it, so we already have something in common. And for that, I actually give a shit about you. So I hope that this helps. If you enjoyed this, DM me. If this has inspired you, DM me. I want to hear from you. Trip advice. You can find me on Instagram. That's an easy way for us to connect. Let me know if this had any impact on you whatsoever. Like I said, when I do episodes like this especially, it's a reminder to myself as much as it is to you. So in a sense, it is selfish, but... You know, we get to uh, talk about it here. I get to share with you. So everyone wins. If you need more help with meeting women and dating, you have a few options. Well, you have option one. You have about 600 episodes of this podcast where you can get tips and tricks and techniques and piecing together a whole system that does help you with dating and meeting more women. Some guys don't want to piece it all together. So I have a coaching program. You can go to coachedbytrip.com. We can work together. My team can work with you, helping you meet more women, attract more women, and have the dating life that you want. Or if you want to do it on your own, but you want it to be a little bit more pieced together than a podcast, I'll say a lot more pieced together. You can always get my Hooked program, which is the video course that teaches you all about how to meet and attract women. 
It's a series of videos, about eight to 10 hours. All those links are in the show notes. Again, I want to hear from you. DM me if this if this hits you. Always like to hear from you and say hello. I appreciate you. Onwards and upwards. Talk to you on the next episode. <laughs>